0: Hey, I'm back from vacation.
1: Yes, you are. Oh gosh. This it was is a podcasting so welcome hug back.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh god, it was so hot. <laughs> you people don't know. I mean, it was really hot. You were in
1: Oklahoma. Yeah. I was in Kansas for three cool. days. You in Kansas? Mm-hmm. I was visiting Brian McCornack, he's an etymologist at Kansas State, and my old lab mate. So we have some research and we're also doing some things with soy pod. Oh, yeah? to build it up
0: to the next level. So. www.soypod.com. .info.
1: That .info. Cool, so yeah, that .info.
0: Is that really? I mean, I'm, I'm making that up. It is. Yeah. yeah. Website, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> you can take the girl out of Minnesota, but you can't take the Minnesota out of the girl. And I
1: don't
0: want to. <laughs> <laughs> heck Yeah. What we can talk about today? We can well, talk about aphids?
1: Yeah, today is the 26th of July. You could have
0: thrown me a you betcha.
1: <laughs> yeah, you betcha we can talk about aphids. That's the whole name of the podcast. But yeah, we can talk about some things that we're hearing and seeing. Oh,
0: it's the 26th of July. This is our last podcast uh, for the month of July.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So soybean aphid activity?
1: I would say since the last time we uh, gave a podcast that numbers are up. Not only the numbers of aphids per plant, but the number of plants that are infested.
0: Did you give a podcast while I was gone? No. Oh, I don't that's like so to do that sweet. That's yeah. right. It's the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> yeah,
1: so all of our farms are looking good as far as aphid numbers, and that's been uh, a definite good in the sense change.
0: There aren't any.
1: Well, good is is in the fact that we have stuff to count on our small plot research. Oh, well,
0: that is good.
1: And so like good the last for us, yeah, good for good for research. Not great for growers, mm. and so um, in addition to like the the research that I've been hearing about, I've been getting some updates from field agronomists and also a couple of crop consultants. And there was a treatment made south of Charles City, so that's actually south of the uh, Nashua Research Farm. Mm-hmm. So that's in northeastern Iowa, and they treated at least one field last week because it had exceeded the threshold. Okay. And wow, um,
0: that's uh... yeah. That's really, okay. yeah, and then yeah, yeah.
1: Brian Lay also near the decora, uh, decora, Iowa area said that, you know, he monitors fields every week, and he's seen t- some commercial fields where um, the populations are growing rapidly, so mm-hmm. they're not at a treatable level yet, but he wouldn't be surprised to see so treatments gonna, made in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: And that's kind of consistent with what we've been seeing throughout the season, that mm-hmm. uh, aphids showed up, they spread, they arrived, yeah. and... This is about the time, late July, early August, when threshold levels would be reached. So
1: Yeah, so it's just really important to scout every field. Um, I imagine it's going to be a field-by-field field judgment call on right. whether treatment would be justified or not this I week.
0: was gone last week, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really hot here yeah. and humid. Yeah. So that would probably have slowed some population.
1: Yeah, um, it didn't really seem to slow numbers down in our research plots. Yeah. There was a a steady increase. It wasn't exponential, but it was a steady increase from two weeks ago. Um, I don't know if if people are monitoring in commercial fields, if they are monitoring weekly, if they could, or if they've had a a guesstimate of what's going on there, I don't know. But I suspected there to be a drop, but there's actually
0: a climb. So we've been saying some weird things um, where some of it's not so weird in that seed-treated soybeans, populations are starting to pick up uh, and kind of maintain themselves, and um, that was uh, that's not so weird. It's late, you know. Mm. The beans were planted back in April, maybe May, and that's the product's gone. But some of the stuff that was seed-treated that didn't have aphids two, three weeks ago have more than the stuff that was untreated. Mm. And uh, not quite sure why that is and if that's a consistent phenomenon, but uh, I only share that because... You know, if you did something in terms of managing aphids, you know, back with buying plant, uh, seed that was treated or you sprayed back, you know, early in July, that's no guarantee that anything is going to be protecting you now. So yep. that's right. Yeah. What else is up?
1: Um, I just wanted to remind people if they're looking for some field day opportunities that we're speaking at Practical Farmers of Iowa at two PFI, locations, PFI, uh, at two dates this summer. It'll be the 18th and the 27th of August. So that's coming up next month.
0: Yeah, um, and those are uh, on-farm locations yep. where uh, growers have uh, planted aphid-resistant soybeans.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, we need to go out and count those.
1: <laughs> yeah, this will be uh, a great year. Uh, hopefully, you see some differences. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then we'll uh, talk a little bit about the aphid resistance, both for organic and conventional growers. Um, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So August 18th is a Thursday, and the...
1: The 27th, I think, is a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And typically they have other events going on. I mean,
1: more than just insects. Yeah. It's all kinds of things.
0: And you can find more information about that at the Practical Farmers of Iowa website for the locations. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think you have to be a PFI member to participate, although it wouldn't hurt. I don't know. Yeah. But... uh, They'll have the information there. Yep. And anything else?
1: Um, I just wanted to just briefly talk about a few other insects that people are likely to see. Oh, in any soybean. other field
0: days? Any oh. Any other things? Well,
1: there's your field day coming up in to, ne, in next week, but that's yeah. more for that's maybe for, not the best audience.
0: Yeah, well. I mean. Awesome audience. I mean, you that's know, not what I meant. <laughs> <audience>. <laughs>
1: that's not what I meant, but uh, our well, listeners but, might not might not be. Yeah,
0: and that the registration for that's closed. It's uh,
1: Okay,
0: uh, never mind. Yeah, but that's a field day for people interested in conserving insects through the use of native plants. Yeah, and... Pollinators, natural enemies, and lady then beetles.
1: We are having another field day for the Iowa Soybean Association on the 26th of August.
0: At feel? At feel. 26th of August mm-hmm. at feel.
1: That's, a th- yeah, end of next month.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so other things to talk about. Uh,
1: um, probably the... the the question I'm getting the most in the last two weeks is about Japanese beetle in soybean and in corn, actually. There's higher numbers this year that seem to be than compared to the last few years. So it seems like the range is expanding. So new counties that have never uh, seen them before are now seeing signs of defoliation in trees and also in field crops.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I saw your technician, Greg Van Nostran, show me pictures from uh, something just south of campus in Story County and the... Uh, Defoliation is like I've never seen before. And it was it's the distinctive defoliation caused by Japanese beetles. It kind of leaves what's called skeletonized leaves. They feed on between all the green tissue between the veins of the leaves. Um, and the top three or four trifoliates were gone. Just decimated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, They're I... They're clipping
1: silks now at this time, too, and, so it's yeah, really, uh, pretty yes. severe. And
0: this, uh, this, they'll be with us for another... Two to three weeks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they'll be
1: feeding through August, I think.
0: My guess is that there probably will be a need in some cornfields and maybe some bean fields where uh, insecticide mm-hmm. is going to be necessary to maintain optimal yield. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it seems like it's a com- excuse me, a combination of um, timing. In terms of these are large numbers coming out when the crop is a little bit delayed, yeah. um, given the late planting right. and late growth. And then also you've got large numbers uh, of Japanese beetles occurring in places where they typically have not So, mm-hmm. yeah, All-you-can-eat buffet
1: for some of those areas.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> they like to eat. They do like to eat. It's
0: amazing. Yeah, I've been hearing reports of at neighbors, the... Trees, uh, like, uh, was it basswood or linden? they seem linden. Like that, yeah. And they really gather in those. And then roses. Yeah. Yeah, um, about it. I, I, I kid you not. I, my uh, my stepmother called me as I was going on vacation. And I, she's like, what can you do? And she never calls me for any advice, But mm-hmm. she called me. She's like, what should I do for you? And I was like, well, uh, you can get the traps. And you can buy the traps anywhere. And they'll keep, you know, they'll collect the beetles. But they'll draw things in. So... Keep it away. Keep the trap away from, you know, the plants you want to protect. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, before I even gave her the three things, my three things, I said, for, choose your battle. You're not going to save every plant. Move the trap away from those. You'll trap some. Uh, spray some insecticide, you know, because that'll help. And seven is a pretty safe one for the home. And then uh, the third one is, uh, if it really means a lot to you, cover it. Cover cool. it with some kind of mesh. Yep. And then she a- said, okay, base. bye. But yeah. Hey, we're running out of time here. We got, All right. Uh, but, but you had other questions, other uh, invasive insect questions attacking soybeans?
1: Uh, I really haven't seen anything but sort of a mixture of a few defoliating caterpillars, like green clover worm and um, soybean looper. But that was just occasionally that I'm finding those. Yeah. I haven't heard of any significant defoliation from caterpillars yet. But certainly something to keep our eye out for as, as we're filling pods and then... Um, setting seats
0: um okay well um good to be scouting this time
1: nice to have you back
0: hey good to have you back uh anything else i can't think of anything um i was trying to think of one of the there was something i was uh i spent a lot of time in the car um oh you sprayed insecticide last week as part of the insecticide evaluation program yeah, I heard Greg Van Nostrand, your technician, did.
1: In another trial. In not, another... Our, not our soybean aphid efficacy trial. Oh, it was the oh. interaction with fungicides and insecticides. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: so there's treatments going on at, when we hit R3.
0: Okay. So Bye. that was a time
1: treatment, regardless of any press pressure.
0: But in the next week or so, you'll probably be doing the insecticide evaluation trial.
1: Yeah, that'll and... probably be in, in about two weeks or three weeks.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, three weeks, really? Well, it
1: depends. It depends on what aphids are doing.
0: Okay, because um, as we're talking about insecticide sprays, both for Japanese beetles and others, um, you'll have data at the end of the summer about how twenty some different products work. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. And he's been taking data on the other things in the field besides soybean aphids, so yep. you'll have some information about how these products work
1: as far as knockdown and. and Residual for Japanese beetle or other things that might be out
0: there. That's going to be cool. I think yeah. you're going to find a lot of people interested in that
1: mm-hmm. late. yeah. later on.
0: And yeah. we've been doing some work with a repellent that uh, seems to work pretty well. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. No, seriously, it is. No, I've, I've, see seen it? It. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Not only, it repels them when you keep them, it repels the Japanese beetles when you keep them inside the cage, and they don't like it to the point where they would rather starve. Mm -hmm.
1: It's pretty powerful.
0: It's pretty powerful stuff. And it's safe. Okay. Should we end this one? Yep. All right. Wait, let me bring up, uh, you know, we need to end this one. We need a little, um, we need a little exit music. We'll bring in the exit music. Okay. All right. See you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.